So, 27th December 2019, Friday, 7.02 p.m. Seems fine so far. So, my only questions by, by standard are what brings you to Latvia and what are your impressions? Okay. Are we starting now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so far we've spent uh, one day in Riga. And yeah, how did you like it today? It was very nice, yeah. As a, we're doing a Baltics tour right now, we have been starting, uh, uh, we flew over from, from Paris to um, Vilnius. And from Vilnius, we went to Riga. And uh, right after that, uh, on the tour, there's going to be Tallinn and Helsinki. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Riga here now, uh, like uh, first day, or uh, we had one first night, and now it's the second day actually. Um, we have seen, we have done a free tour with a guide, and um, we have seen all of the main attractions here. We've liked it, and. Um, yeah, what 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 did we see all see everything today? Yeah, we've done a free walking tour, which was amazing. Our guide was super nice, super informed. She could answer all questions. Uh, we've done only the old town, and um, yeah, it was and only the old town filled half the day. So we've seen many churches, all kinds of churches, Orthodox churches, um, all Catholic. kinds of yeah. Protestant churches. We learned a lot about the culture. Um, we learned uh, that you guys like cats. <laughs> do you? I mean, how how do you mean we like cats? I guess it's pretty universal in the in the world. Yeah, no, yeah, but sure. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> there is this cat building, and uh, we were told that uh, there's a cat hostel. Oh, the yeah. black. Uh, uh, what's it called? Black cat. Black cat, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I don't and remember. I don't remember its story. Yeah, it, it was like um, there was this guy who couldn't uh, get into uh, a rich, rich um, men's society, mm. which only consisted of Germans, and you had to be German to get into it. Mm. But um, he couldn't fulfill that, um, of course, because it was Latvian, and then he just built up that uh, huge building. And put a cat on top, which was considered um, to be filthy at that time. Oh. And um, yeah, also the expression of the cat, exact, exactly in their direction, hmm. was a, a pretty strong sign at that time. Oh, so it's sort of like, like a protest. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. I just, I just know the the building in the old town. Yeah, that's, that's very it. interesting. And from that time on, um, kind of uh, the Latvians. Uh, began to sell things with cats on and nobody really knew why <laughs> i don't know about selling things with cats on though actually at least i've uh, i don't i don't recall anything particular with cats other than the building yeah we know um we've passed some souvenir shops today mm. all magnets of uh everything with cats, cats and, and also for the building or not, just not for the, just, just no, not just in Riga. Really? You can go through the souvenir shop. Okay, as a local, you don't go to also the souvenir shop. Also, the drawings shop, right? by the street artists. Yeah. Which are the first ones who, who say <laughs> that, that there are souvenirs with cats? Ah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, today you, you bought some stockings, right? Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. buy them? 
No, no, no she didn't buy it. Yeah. But um, a lot of <laughs> motives. Still like cats. A lot <laughs> so. of motives were with cats and stuff. Also, there is a um, there is a monument which was uh, given uh, from uh, Bremen um, with the uh, Bremener Musikanten. It's, mm-hmm. it's a German fairy tale. Yeah. Which was uh, it's at uh, Saint Peter's Church, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a cat in the statue. All right. So I guess. But it doesn't have to do anything with that actually. But I just. So your so your impressions are fairly uh, good, I guess. Yeah. Ex- yes. Except the cats that are just interesting or awkward. No, it is just a side thing. It was just interesting. We found many many interesting things. Also, like that uh, parts of the city wall are actually still here to see. Um, oh, you mean the old uh, old town? Yeah, city yes. wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are not so many cities out there that really have that. Um, still, uh, right behind was uh, the this uh, ghost ghost girl tale, which what? I, the, the the statue of the ghost girl tale. Ghost girl tale. Oh, what's it all about? I don't know. Um, once uh, when. Uh, Riga was occupied for uh, 100 years. Okay. Um, it's a fa- it's a tale, of course. There was a girl who wanted to uh, go into to get into inside um, the the city, but uh, that was also the time of the Black Death, hmm. and uh, that was very hard to get in and to get out outside of the town. And so she had to do it at night. But somehow, I think uh, she died. The, she got caught and she died but um he was she, executed yeah but uh, she wanted to get into it because mm. she she fell in love with the with a swedish soldier yeah and um yeah from from that time on there is um there is a tale where she is just wandering those streets up and down and uh, just says i love you i still in love the you town? yeah and there is a statue with um like a ghost statue of her um right behind the uh inside inside the walls of the uh, fortification all right so apparently you know more about old town <laughs> in one day than me good to you good for you oh we had a we had a wonderful guide we're very uh uh like lucky but here's the thing how do you know he, he tells the truth or she um you can look it up into the internet and also the the statues mm, mostly also have like something a little description. sign description yeah. Oh, so you can check it uh, on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Of course. Oh, all right. all right. Fair enough. So tell me about uh, Austria. You guys are from Austria. Mm-hmm. I would guess you have much more and bigger old architecture than we, right? Yeah. Because I've been in Vienna, right? It's just uh, you. It's it would be difficult to compare. That's right. How, how did you like Vienna? Well, it was uh, sort of. Um, I, I like the fact that it was because uh, I stayed in the old town I had a conference I don't remember maybe the opera house or something like that but uh, yeah I like the fact that it's a, it was definitely the old town but it, it seemed so modern so so spacious because usually old towns are quite uh, small compact right mm-hmm. but that seemed just like almost like a modern city but it was definitely the old town so I'm not sure about the history of the old town, 
right? But yeah, it, it made a good impression when it comes to the modern and ancient uh, mix. Yes, yes. You know? In the in the old times, uh, the the old town was inside of uh, the fortifications, and um, also the the Hofburg, hmm? which was the, the imperial palace. I was at Hofburg. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was uh, also made uh, the uh, fortification of Vienna, hmm. and um, yeah, definitely that was um, like after outside of the of the um, of the walls, the the um, how, le bon lieu you would say on French, like um, the small cities, uh, the filthy city began. You guys speak French. Uh, oui. <laughs> is it is it com it's not common right for Austrians to speak French it's, it's, it's common not, for it's, Swiss it's, people right it's not common no. yeah so mm. how did you what's the deal with that mm, I've had it six years in school and uh, she had it six years in school and you learn it in school yeah you can you can choose yeah, no, no what, what I mean is usually everybody has some foreign language in school but basically nobody learns that language in the school right it's just you you know a few words <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, it's it's um, and you will really learn it like you're proficient at it in school. Yes, yes. Damn. Yes. Seems seems like your education system is quite good. <laughs> it's not the best. How no. many foreign languages do you learn here? Mm, in school you have mandatory uh, English. Then you can choose between I think German, Russian and French. Do you speak Russian? Not at all. Well, I I could understand some simple conversation. Очень хорошо. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, I, I've never learned it. I never learned it. I've I had a crazy school actually. I as a in school I had English, um, and I learned French, hmm. and I also learned had Latin for years. But um, it's just just for. Is that like a gymnasium? Yeah, gymnasium. Yes, and I had also like three years of Russian. In Austria, yes. Huh. So you learned Russian as well. Duh. <laughs> really? And you are saying that your education system is not that good. Uh, just because I had a fortunate way or path doesn't mean it's it's working the way it should be working. If we if we compare it with uh, the Nordic states system, for example. But you both were separate in schools. And you both learned those languages? No, she she didn't learn French or or Latin. But I did like, learn French. She learned learned I, French. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, no. But she <laughs> did learn French. But I just uh, did. Said you did you mean she didn't learn a Russian? Oh, I said okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. She didn't learn fr Russian and oh. Latin. So you I didn't could just. Have learned Russian, yeah, yeah. That's what but I mean. I chose French. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you both had French. You also had Russian and Latin, mm -hmm. but you didn't. Yeah, but I learned Spanish by myself. I learned Italian by myself. I also learned, uh, I had to learn Latin to study languages because I'm a language teacher. At university. Uh -huh. So uh, I had to learn Latin. So that was so what, that was a part of your education then, right? As a, uh, as a teacher. At university, yeah. 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 Then uh, after right. high so, school. So is it safe to say that you are just some outliers? Yeah. When it comes to learning languages in Austria, yeah, sure, 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 yeah. Sure. Usually, okay. uh, they speak uh, German and then they learn uh, English. English, and then maybe they can choose another 
second foreign language, mm-hmm. which would be French, depending on the region, or in the South it- Italian, or uh, Spanish maybe, yeah. or Russian also. Uh, why not? Why so not? I don't know. Czech, for instance. Yeah. Why not check? Why not? Yeah. Maybe uh, on the on the border to yeah, to maybe. Czech Republic, there is an option to to take to take Czech. Hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know for sure. I always think that uh, Austria would be in my top five best countries in the world. Yeah. You think so? It would be if it had, if it had a seashore. A what? Uh, a seashore. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have the access to the sea. That's right. But we have many lakes, which are beautiful. Well, I mean, Austria is probably <laughs> gorgeous in many respects, but you don't have the sea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So you guys to go? Well, yeah, I guess you you're not really that much into the sea, right? We are. Really? Yeah. Especially because we don't have it, so yeah. Because yeah. so, I've heard of Swiss people that don't they don't really care about it that really? much. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. those who travel just to Turkey, of course, they will go yeah. to the sea. But other than that, they are pretty good with their mountains and okay. whatnot. I think it depends on the person. I mean, uh, we yeah. we love actually uh, warm weather in the sea. Yeah, and I mean, there might be Austrians yeah. who are adore hiking in the mountains, mm-hmm. but we're from Vienna, so Vienna is flat <laughs> and there are yeah. no mountains at all. So it's different for us. Good, there is yeah. like small mountains like the Kahlenberg and yeah. the Wilhelminenberg and stuff like that. But if you could call that a mountain, if it's a hill, <laughs> it's a hill actually. Yeah, of course. Mm, I think you definitely could call it uh, a mountain compared to our. I think the, if I'm not mistaken, the highest mountain we have is sort of like 360 meters. Yeah, oh, yeah. 316 and yeah. something like that. True. Yeah, it's so, yeah. definitely a mountain compared to that. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. I could call it. So I mean, so I mean. It's hard to go climbing in here, huh? Hmm? Hard to go climbing in here, somewhere. Oh well, yeah. I mean, those those people who like uh, climbing, they definitely go to, I guess, the Alps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would be the bad closest spot, or maybe the some somewhere in Russia. I guess so. Probably, yeah. 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 And how's life treating you in Austria nowadays? Uh, I don't hmm. live in Austria at the moment. Um, I love just living abroad. I've been living in Italy, now I'm living in France and I just would like to continue and go on. And oh, so but do you still work as a uh, language teacher? Yeah, yeah, I'm a teacher in France now, I teach uh-huh. German there, so I could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. and so how did you ch- decide to go to France? Uh, because uh, I wanted to improve my French again. Um, that's why and I wanted to travel through France and mm-hmm. I know everything about Italy and Spain so France was the next option next maybe Portugal or I don't know where she loves the Roman languages yeah, yeah. and but you uh, about what do you mean well I mean uh, you are also uh, living abroad no I'm living in Vienna at the moment mm-hmm. finishing my studies Oh yeah, right. You you said you are studying media. No, I did my bachelor degree like uh, three years ago. Then I started again working, and now I started my master's degree in economics. Yeah. Does that mean that you just learned some Austrian school of economics theories? Not just Austrian school, <laughs> but what is the sort of? Because I, as far as I would imagine, if you are in Austria your your economics would be based on that type of school 
if you will be in Chicago, you'll be probably more inclined to that one. Is it true, or do you just learn everything mm. you could? You learn, you get to know different um, like theories, but it's it's not about um, it's not really about um, different uh, capitalistic uh, theories or, or monetary theories to learn. Mm. It's also about uh, calculating finances and. Um, also political economy economy and um what else also i have a, i had to a language to choose which is european i picked french mm. <laughs> and um what else do we have um managing taxes and um the ifrs and uh, international stuff here yeah. and how did you choose because it, it sounds to me that you chose a more boring study study <laughs> right no uh, before because i had uh, like media production is also like business based okay uh because i wasn't into um all the technical this is not a tech it was not not like a technical um education mm. it was more on the production like uh, skills based no it was more on the organization and um uh like on the business side okay yeah and i got like um you, uh bachelor of arts in business uh from from that uh, yeah. education uh but it's like specialized in the media industry and all of the things i know about media and, and technology uh i learned by myself right oh. okay. and um i learned um in the bachelor's i learned a lot about um, like okay what is a good script and how do you organize um like movie shots and um, how you organize your staff and how do you do your taxes, how do you do calculations and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And afterwards you'll, you'll be planning to go into that type of uh, yeah, field? Yeah, I thought about going into uh, uh, producing movies or something, but then again, I learned, yeah. <laughs> I learned about a what's, lot, what, I learned a, a lot about um, film industry in Europe. And, it wasn't so intriguing after all and then I thought okay well France has a movie industry right yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Germany French has movies one. but in the end <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but in the end I, I thought like okay I'm gonna start producing my own kind of stuff mm, that's what I pre- prefer the most as uh, short movies or um, just I videos? don't really uh, have a preferred genre or something but at the moment I'm uh, I'm doing like short documentaries on it on sites attractions of mm-hmm. um, tourist cities. Okay. All right, right. So I plugged the link in. What is the thing that that intrigues you about those type of? Because it's more related to what monuments? Mm, yeah, to sites actually. So what's yeah. the what's the deal with that? Um, the thing is, if you if you go and travel to a city. And you will, you're standing right before an object. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, the Saint Stephen's Church in Vienna, and there is no one there, just um, just sitting there and waiting for you to ask questions about it, right? Except, so, except some tour guide, right? Yeah, sure. But um, if you're just passing by and uh, you don't have, uh, like, you haven't booked a tour or something. Okay. Um, you could uh, stand there just put it into YouTube surf onto the channel and yeah. um, get informed in two minutes about 
uh, the most important facts of it and what to see, what not to see and about some historical background uh, information and uh, I didn't find the this kind of um, content on YouTube which delivers you in a few short minutes like the most important facts about a site and uh, that's why I started doing it so it sounds like it's almost n it's not nothing about you right as the as the creator yes that's because Damn. that's because uh, I wanted to to make it um, more about the attraction than about me and I'm sure that um, I will it's also like um, one of the first projects I'm really doing mm -hmm. and uh, but I'm sure I, I also want to um, do other channels which are uh, more dedicated to me personally or me being more um, like involved into a project but a channel like this it could be timeless seen like that unless the building get collapses yeah, yeah of um, course but uh, if it's not related to me um, I, of course you don't get to reap the fruits of it if if I would be a, a known person which yeah, I'm not yeah but you also don't have the net but you net should be any, right hmm? but you should be I should right? be what a known person <laughs> A celebrity or something. Well, not necessarily something, just a known person, a YouTuber. A known person, a YouTuber, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but uh, the thing is also, if you, I mean, this is f f thought of very um, uh, into the future. Hmm? If I'm not there anymore, yeah, um, people will still like uh, can can see can see. The video and just enjoy it without thinking of uh, who is this guy on the video <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just like um i wanted so that the that the uh, monument speaks for itself that's why i wanted through you yeah yeah this is um this project is about that but uh i also create different projects where i'll focus on other things mm -hmm. so what's your opinion on the videos yeah because um, it sounds like really really uh, the effort is just monumental to make one video <laughs> no i think it's a great way to combine your personal interests and uh, your profession and if he enjoys that why not doing that and if you can make money with that even better so yeah well i guess the potential for making money is there right because the monuments are being uh, visited by probably thousands if not millions of people yeah that's right, mm -hmm. that's right. I mean yeah. at the moment uh, of course I don't have like uh, views that are shooting through the skies but um, I also do it mm, because if you can like um, have a memory of the things you you have visited mm -hmm. and um, as I said before it's just timeless you you put in your time once yeah but it can be viewed like 100,000 millions of times. I mean, as uh, if we're lucky that, that YouTube and all the other, all the other platforms will mm -hmm. exist in the future. It's just a and memory. By, by the way, have you, have you made some about uh, French? No, I, just, I, I have um, only four 
for videos at the moment. I started recent. I started in in mid November, mm -hmm. and I I have four videos right now. But you've been filming all the time. We've yeah. been to Paris before, and yeah. you've been filming, and also in Lithuania, and now here. Yeah, and Vilnius, so I he's took collecting so many, all the so. time. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, let me guess. You you filmed here the Freedom Monument. Yeah, sure. And what what is your uh, guess? How much time would you spend on producing the type of editing the type of video uh, until you can publish it? It uh, depends because I still have to uh, research uh, on the to do research on the on the monument. What so a rough estimate? Including the time you uh, the, for the freedom for the moment, filming, moment. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's gonna it's definitely gonna be a short video. It's like gonna be thirty seconds or one up to one minute. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'll be doing it. I can do it in three hours, something like that. Or you could combine like the old town, do a video on the old town because I don't know if the Freedom Monument is really worth a solitary video, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, it depends on the theme, I guess. If you just do, if your project is more or less about soul objects, then it's one thing. It's a, if it's a mix, it's, yeah, it's more of that, yeah. But yeah. Um, I also thought like maybe I can. Uh, Combine it with a different strategy of um, uh, mixing a few of smaller objects or, or something like that. But um, it's it's important to um, to collect all those uh, pieces of, of uh, photographs, photographs and videos, and um, uh, do the research and then think of it uh, like if I have enough material and if I have enough story to tell something. Just three hours sounds uh, too optimistic. No, it's it's fine like that. And um, then if you're you're just a workhorse. Probably I'm efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're, I'm, 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 I'm doing it in iMovie. Is that a, like a free application on? Uh, oh, on it's the Mac? for Mac. For Mac. Mm -hmm. You can work pretty efficiently with it. Mm -hmm. How did you come to use? Apple products. Mm, I have, uh, I've seen it. Um, y some people use it on the internet years ago, and after that, I bought my first Mac, and I was intrigued by the simplicity you could create stuff. It was amazing to me. Hmm. So you you used it, tried it, and you already felt yeah, that you that is hooked. the best. You get hooked. Yeah. yeah. Really, uh, for iMovie, <laughs> I don't. It's it's like free. Mm -hmm. Just download it and it works on your Mac. Yeah. Um, if you ever get to try it, it's super intuitive, mm -hmm. and um, it uh, renders videos in a snap. It's easy. It's better than uh, Premiere. Pff, certainly not with all those uh, possibilities you could do, but uh, you could. Uh, at least the basics are better. Yeah, you could you could even do like green screen videos and stuff like that mm -hmm. with the iMovie. Sounds so um, I'm not. I also thought like, okay, maybe I should be investing in some other different uh, modern software. But the thing is, you also um, have to consider 
the the learning curve yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure it's steep uh, but um there's just so many buttons to click on and you i would just have to um think if it's for the things that i'm doing sufficient or not yeah and if it's uh, an investment that is going to pay off or not and um just have to compare okay i'm 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 willing to pay money. I'm willing to invest time on learning a new software, learning different frank functions, blah, blah, blah. And um, if you compare those two results, okay, is it so much better or not? Like, you know? Well, personally, if, yes. Yeah, yeah, personally, is it, is it if, if it's for 1% better, and I've been investing like 50 hours or something, I probably not do it. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I get it. By the way, how did you guys meet? Tinder. <laughs> and Do you which, use which it means, here? The people here? Do you know Tinder? Yeah, I definitely know Have it. Have you used but it? Yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Well, I don't know how to describe because I've I've been there a couple of times, right? It's a little bit confusing to me. But other than that, I get the idea, right? So, and does that mean you were both in Austria at that time? Yeah. And now you're not both in Austria. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So how's that going? Good. I yeah, mean, my my plan to go to France was already scheduled. So um, yeah, but I think uh, it's not easy to mm-hmm. lead a long res- uh, distance relationship, but it's possible. So. Now we're here. <laughs> we just meet all over the place. <laughs> oh, so you like to travel together, which, yeah. would, which would be sort of the compensation for living apart? You could say so, yeah. Well, why not? Why not? And what about uh, France? Do you think that it is, let's say, personally to you, like a better environment than Austria? Definitely not. To me personally, mm-hmm. others might disagree, yeah. um, but I've also heard from other assistants because there's a huge community. There are hundreds and hundreds of assistants of different countries all over the world. And from what I've heard, most people agree that France is a very bureaucratic country where you have to follow certain fixed and set rules and mm-hmm. uh, hierarchy is uh, very steep. Yeah. So it's really not so easy to do simple things like um, I had a little um, stitch on my foot from a surgery and even removing that, it's, it's not like in our country where you just go to a doctor and it's removed. No, you have to follow certain, certain rules. And this goes like going to, the, to a hairstylist. Okay. It's, it took me... Um, hours and hours to find a hairstylist who would do my hair <laughs> just I could go on for hours I could write books about France and how difficult it is I mean there are beautiful parts of it like I love the language I love the French cheese um, many things um, but uh, especially the south of France I could see myself staying there in the south it's yeah. very different than the north but in general it's not so easy to live there in general I would say and it's not only my opinion. <laughs> so one thing yeah. you would like to change about France is the bureaucracy. Yes, definitely. And the weather. And even French people say that. <laughs> so, yeah. so why do they do that if they don't like to it? To make themselves? life hard. I don't know. 
Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we've, you've heard about um, the protests moment, uh, at the yeah. moment in, in France, all over France. <clears throat> are they, uh, are they still going on? Sorry? In Paris. Are they still going on? Yes. Or are there new ones? Because I, uh, I think the last ones I remember were the, the, the yellow or green vests. Yeah, yellow, yellow vests. Yeah. So are they dull? Still. Still. Yellow what, vests, what are the protests about? The yellow vests uh, protests are about um, the pension system. No. Uh, like in France, they have, I think, 42 different pension systems. Okay. And uh, like uh, the general age of retirement is set at 62. But uh, the president Macron, he wants to consolidate all of that. And he will also wants to um, raise uh, the age of retirement from 62 to 64. And Which is still lower than most, mm. right? That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, French people don't like that <laughs> and uh, that's why they're doing the protests and um, most of the public transport is like down yeah. every Saturday there's no public transport which makes it very difficult uh, to travel on weekends so the only chance that I have to get out of the city because my city is very small so I try to travel a lot yeah. <laughs> to see more is to go by blah blah car if you know it's a car sharing uh, application mm -hmm. otherwise there are no trains there are no buses there's nothing it's um, just chaotic yeah. <laughs> but, but is at least uh, the public transport as easy to use as in austria or do you need it's to file an application before you get on it's it's so expensive that i only go by car sharing because to me it's, it's too to expensive use. to to afford a train you never no. know if the metro is. It sounds, it sounds a little bit weird when Austrian tells you that it's too expensive to live in it France. Because I would imagine it would be the other way around. No, no, no French is definitely. I not thought, I thought Austrian people are more wealthier than than French people. Oh no, you're, uh, you're confusing it with uh, Switzerland. Well, Switzerland is the top, right? Yeah. But I somehow think that Austria is pretty wealthy as well. We've been to Paris last week and we, we, we both agreed we would never be able to survive there because... I literally busted. Never. Like, oh God. Never. Especially Paris. It's just impossible to live there. You want a cappuccino? It's yeah, sure. Six euros, please. <laughs> and in Austria? Uh, two, fifty. Two euros, uh -huh. yeah. Okay. In, in a normal cafe? It's... Wow. Okay. No, I thought uh, there, there should be similar. When it Paris is, is worse than Switzerland. Really, it's worse than Switzerland. Because so. of, because of the tourists, uh, probably because yeah. you, you can rip them off, right? No, it it was normal Paris prices. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. not like tourist traps or something. Normal, mm. normal Paris prices. For locals, yeah. Come on, Austrians do earn more than French people, right? No, right? I would no, right? I'm same, not sure. Same. I'm not sure. I would. Uh, I would. Um, yeah, even up, that. Even then. I would look up the statistics for that. They're just, uh, but do not trust some uh, average. At least teachers it's earn exactly the same. Because I, I thought because I thought Austria has a similar uh, earning level than Germany, and French people say that Germany is their rich neighbor and Spain mm -hmm. is their poor neighbor. Right? Spain is definitely the poor neighbor. And Spain says that the French are the rich neighbor. That's and true. I, I guess Portugal is the poor neighbor. Also like uh, Spain. So yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought. All right. So Austria is richer than France. Mm. No, Simple math. No, no, no. No. 
depends on the region too. Like I was in Marseille okay. in the south. We're, everything we're talking is just about Paris. Yeah. And Paris just uh, a different place. Paris is uh, a different, <laughs> different planet. Yeah, it's planet. But even where I live, I live like two hours from Paris. It's um, the people in yeah. Paris is the finest, finest center, center yeah. like of of whole France. Of course, they mm. yeah. the people who can afford Paris. Paris has one of the highest um, how, how do you say um, apartment costs? Yeah, living, yeah, living yeah, costs yeah. just just to live there or to to to, to buy the and, rent and is incredible. You pay like eight hundred euros for a shared room, uh, but so you also know <laughs> why, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Paris is just Paris as Paris. Mm. It's a city, a city of um, 100 square, square kilometers. It's a really tiny city. Yeah. Um, it's like Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. In a way, and, yeah. Um, Vienna, you can easily get around, right? Yes. Uh, Vienna uh, is like four times as big. Ah. But um, <laughs> if you um, count in all those... La Banlieue. Um, La Banlieue. Yeah. Yeah. All, the city, all the small cities around mm. um, Paris. Yeah. It's like huge. Mm -hmm. You have like over 10 million, million people living mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But if you're in Paris, Paris, it's one of the um, uh, most expensive um, cities ever. Because of the tourists, right? Of course, definitely. Yeah, of course. But yes. also, I wanted to say, like, where I live in Laval de Loire, which is two hours from Paris, you will see because he's gonna visit. Yeah. <laughs> it's also not cheap, really. I'm struggling. I'm living basically from tin cans uh, and beans every day. But, <laughs> because but, what, just... but why would you stay there? I didn't know that. I didn't expect it. I thought the prices were like in Austria, but I was so surprised. What about, surprised. Uh, tell me about the mandarins. How, how much does the mandarin... Uh, the clementines, they Clement. cost like, which I, I love healthy food, but it's so hard. I came there as a almost vegan, but in uh, France it's just impossible to be vegan. Uh, also vegetarians, it's, it's very hard. Um, everything has cheese and it's so, so pricey. In the clementines you said, it uh, cost five euros. Also, and, and five here. times more than here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just impossible. Yeah, but see, I think we would have maybe four times less the salary. So it, it would even out, I guess. I think so. I, th I think in, in France, a normal salary would be roughly at least 2,000 euros. Mm. Don't think so. One five is the starting salary for teachers. Starting. Also, also in Austria, yeah. <laughs> Which would mean so that the regular salary or average salary would be at least one two. five or two, yeah. Yeah, and see if in Latvia you get thousand euros cash, you're the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because uh, statistically, I think they calculated uh, last year that the average salary on on hand nine hundred, a little less than that. So I would guess that currently they might think, argue that it might be around 900. Yes. Um, mm. With with all those statistic things we're talking about, I think um, uh, because <laughs> I'm a math tutor, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's really hard to speak about averages because if you're um, sure. talking about averages, sure. you're also uh, like evening out all of the poorest um, quartiles and all of the richest quartiles. Mm -hmm. um, I think if we're looking at statistics, it's always the best, best to look at medians. Okay. Because medians are exactly in the, in the um, representing uh, fifty percent of the um, of the poorest quartiles and fifty percent of the richest quartiles. Okay. So if we're talking about averages, it's very hard to compare actually. 
show in a public state because, because if if um sorry to interrupt you because oh, wow. if a country has a lot of um people that are rich um the curve would be skewed more into the uh, rich quartiles right mm -hmm. it would like um push the average up okay but if a country would have a lot of poor people um the average would be skewed down yeah so it's always better to talk about the median with those kinds of stuff uh, but how would you calculate it mm, you would look it up uh oh how you would you would you calculate it yeah um you would uh, have to divide um all of the groups into uh, four uh, quartiles segments yes okay and um then you look up um where exactly is uh, uh the representation of the bottom 25 okay top 25 and in the middle you have um like um the median section and in the middle of this median section you have uh, the median or just compare different professions like a lawyer uh, because I've studied law a lawyer in Austria could earn it varies lawyers it's, it was like 4,000 euros a lot really a lot I Austria, hope so yeah because yeah. sure. yeah. I think in Austria there are, I don't know why but I think Austrian people would like to argue a lot <laughs> yeah. so, so I would imagine you have plenty of court cases yeah so yeah four thousand euro for that nuisance why not at least at least some compensation sure sure but it would be better if it would be somewhere around ten thousand right could be yeah so, depends yeah. yeah depends yeah what does yeah. uh what does a liar uh, earn here at entry status ah oh, man Look. entry is not a lot also in austria it's very low you have to work very hard in the beginning and then you can rise mm -hmm. depends depends i guess on the on the sector you're working in because mm. uh, i would compare it mostly to the state um positions mm. right because i think public office has sort of the best representation of the averages at least for some sectors mm. mm -hmm. and when it comes to let's say uh, just a regular senior expert at, at a public institution on hand you would receive roughly rough not even maybe with some uh, I don't know uh, uh, end of the year premiums or something like that uh, but without that not even 800 euros on hand and uh, well you saw the prices in the groceries right uh, Gas prices are basically well very similar to most of Europe because because uh, I think Germany has similar prices Finland has similar prices for gas Which was which was uh, weird to me in Finland gas prices were similar Most groceries were not too much too expensive, but in a restaurant 20 euro for a soup. Yeah, why not? Why is what? Good to know for Finland, because okay. you because you can go here in uh, the Lido next door, mm -hmm. yeah, and for five euros you eat like the king of France, yeah, right? Uh, you do, yeah, well, pretty good, yeah, pretty nice. good. I mean, most, okay, but most because we have been also all just two restaurants where you paid at least a double. Well, I guess you depends also how hungry you are, right? Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, most most uh, Westerners who come here, they are very very pleasantly surprised about uh, little but prices in general you have uh, good prices here like affordable to us 
Too much, too much, too much, too much. Because we we are expensive to Ukrainians. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah oh, for real. Because so. uh, um, two days ago, one one uh, dude told me that he was recently in Ukraine, and he he basically ate uh, the same type same type of steak that he knows in Latvia. He pays twenty euros for. He ate it there for two. For no. how much? For two euro. And he said, he said, look, I'm, I'm not even, uh, I don't even earn much, mm-hmm. but I could afford everything there. <laughs> I could afford everything there. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the benefit of not being in the EU, I guess. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you get to keep everything. <laughs> no, because it's, it's, so, it's sort of weird that it really sometimes depends just where the border is. Yeah, right, but the, the, the thing is, if you're not in the EU, you just lose the cream to Russia, right? Without anyone saying anything. Look, I've met a couple of Ukrainians. They don't like Russian politics, as do most of the people in the world, as far as I'm concerned. No, uh, other than Russians, I have not met anybody who says, yeah, the Russian government is doing God's work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never met them. But when it comes to the just everyday people, yeah, I would I would guess that uh, U- Ukrainians in uh, a spe- spe- specific type of uh, regions they wouldn't mind joining uh, Russia, just in general because they it's it's like in Latvia, in uh, Riga more than half are Russian, yeah. Russian speaking because yeah. it sort of gets uh, uh, tangled up and. All right. Some are ethnically from Russia. Some are from uh, Ukraine, Belarus, or whatever. Yeah. But bo- all of them speak uh, Russian, so you just put them together in one box. Right. right Russian speaking. So Russian speaking are a slight majority in the capital of Latvia. Mm-hmm. Right. And you would ask those guys, "Hey, you want to go join Russia?" Mm, I guess no, because they have the fun. Of still using their language many places in Latvia but being in the EU yeah right? that's, Have, that's having that type of democracy right yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so they like that but uh, in Ukraine yeah those people feel Russian so they don't have the option to be in the EU completely right? Right, yeah, so yeah. other than the EU they have no better choices so they think all right Russia seems good right right which is which is a, a little bit strange um, historically because as far as I know Krim, Crimea was a part of Russia but yeah, the, so but the USSR doesn't didn't really matter which which territory you belong because all of it was sort of the USSR right and it was just a gift from uh, I guess Khrushchev to Ukraine yeah and now I mean 60 years later they're arguing about it which is strange because most of the people there feel that yeah Russia and yeah you studied law have you ever thought about whether or not it's a, a, a breach of international law I rather thought about going into private uh, law because it would have been more useful to, to me really yeah like um Work law or something like that, <laughs> but yeah. Oh wait! By the way, wasn't there some crazy um, disability laws in Austria that uh, that somehow allows even simulants to get by? Am I am I wrong? 
Have you heard it's of almost it? been 10 years ago that I studied law, so I don't remember much yeah, fair about enough, that. Fair enough. Sorry. So wait a second, you studied law before you studied? Uh, yeah, yeah, for two years. Uh, why? What, what, what was happening? Why I, I stopped studying law? Yeah. Uh, because but you chose uh, that career instead of the law. Yeah, career. because I was working in different um, agencies, and I just saw how how much you have to work as a lawyer, and that you have to stay like from nine in the morning till ten in the evening, and mm. it just was not my perspective of. I was, I was hoping you would just say it's just soulless work. <laughs> yes, yes. Because that's that's what strikes me the most. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes so banal. That the things you, uh, you you do and you 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 get sometimes intertwined in in uh, different relations of other people, which seem just yeah, grow up, just grow up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So does it uh, your current uh, career? Does it fulfill you more? Yeah, definitely. I love languages, so I um... take the. As a more, <laughs> as a better answer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I like to to do different things, living in different countries. I could never stick with one job in the same place at the same time at the same people. No, never. So my and also not the same career. Maybe the same career, really? but to me, I really like living in different countries. Really, um, emerging completely in the culture and learning the language and, and getting to know the people and and that so i i really after some some time some months i get completely bored being at the same place even though i love vienna mm. i couldn't stay there forever it's just uh, <laughs> i don't know what to do there what to explore and I'm, and what comes after france then i would love to go to a portuguese speaking country maybe brazil is it safe um, yeah, I've had a friend who's, who was also teaching there, so um, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She has been to India alone. <laughs> yeah, so I think it can't be more but, but look, uh, uh, yeah, I guess you could call me racist, but I think most Indians are half her size. Yeah, sure. Right? I mean, but she could just... No! <laughs> Right, and that's about it. <laughs> Nobody could touch her. No, because Europeans are bigger than most yeah, Indians. Right, right. I mean, do you. What would be the most risky thing you could do in India? I don't know. Oh, well, I guess you could get uh, some in, in some argument with a mob, right? With, with a lot of people at once. Then, then it might get tricky. But yeah, other than that. What did you do in India? Um, Did you wreak havoc? No, I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was traveling around North India, Rajasthan, and just walking around the street as a tall, blonde European wom woman. It was ugh, just the feeling of, of them glaring at you. It was not normal. It was out of the place. And no, it's it's really not a good idea. I cannot advise anybody to go as a woman alone to India. Ever. But nothing happened, right? <laughs> it's just the, the glares and stares. I had right? a panic attack when I was entering the train, what? third class train, which was booked by an agency. Which third was class means good or bad? Very bad. Oh. So an agency had tricked me. I had paid way too much for them and they had booked me the lowest class, which oh. is third class. And then there were so many people on the train and I couldn't find my phone and I just panicked because there were so many people and it was so filthy and I had no place to sit and it was... 
I had thought I lost my phone and without the phone, what can I do? I cannot call anybody. I cannot find my way. I cannot do anything. <laughs> so I just panicked in that train. It was too much. And, and you and left a bad impression. So probably a million Indians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. And I was also almost sexually harassed. There was a, many what, times. What many is times. almost? Uh, I mean, somebody, I know somebody tried to reach your butt, but then you just <laughs> <laughs> escaped. That too, and also there was a guide, a tour guide, yeah. who I had paid him, okay. and he was uh, guiding me around. And there was an elephant farm, and he elephant said, "Yeah, farm. let's have a cup of tea in that hut." And I was like, "All right, how can I say no? Let's have the cup of tea in the hut." Yeah. And then he just closed the door and he was just grabbing me and trying to eat me or I don't know what. And I just ran out of the heart. But but you, you, you mean it not in a welcoming uh, host type of uh, grabbing you? No, like really like, trying like he wants to, to get jiggy rip with you. off the cloth and stuff. And, and he was smaller uh, than you, right? Yes, but even... See, the, see it's like a it's little child. It's like a little child. <laughs> starting to annoy you yeah and it can happen so fast like one moment you're in, at an elephant farm there are many different tourists and people yeah, and then yeah. you just one door opens one door closes and you just uh, this happens fast <laughs> so when you just uh, ran out i ran out of the hut but he could have locked it he didn't luckily but yeah was the was the building really structurally sound it was uh, a normal even building, even with a locked door you could just still but it right happened through. so many times things like these many many t almost every single time you everybody tried with me inviting S you for tea <laughs> yes maybe, inviting maybe, me for tea maybe that's Let's a slang for like them. that like, come on tea, <laughs> for tea yeah right? to get aroused by tea maybe no but they do drink a lot of tea right yes it's, they do they do no. and they also told me stories like yeah you could be the next bollywood star I mean, it was believe really it, their crazy, believe, but... Believe it or what? not, but I think an Austrian uh, white woman in India... Yeah, I yeah, could have been. Yeah. I really believe yeah. it because they were like taking pictures. I was like every day, hundreds of... I was like, I should take money for it because they were crazy about But I've heard it, of so. people do, actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. uh, it's funny, right? If you are in a sort of a white-dominated culture... Mm. Every Negro is so, sort of a, almost like an exotic figure, right? Yeah. But it's the opposite yeah. around as well. Yeah. You go there and... Yeah, just, they just um, come to you, they want to touch your skin and they look at you and they want to take ah. you... They give you your baby, say, hold my baby for the good luck and blah. For the good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. They were taking wedding pictures and they wanted me on their wedding pictures with them. So it was just you, crazy. You, I, th I think it might be related to either religion or to the superstition that white people, or at least white women, bring luck. Maybe there is. They do. <laughs> they do. She does, I can, I can say, yeah. But you won't go there ever again? To India? I would love to go back. I would oh, love see? To. But not alone. <laughs> Just bring your Probably own tea. Probably not alone. Yeah, I'll bring your own tea. <laughs> Wearing a wig, a dark hair wig, and that's fine. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it sounds that you would actually be a superstar there, right? Yeah, right. people love you. They also, they adore, they're gods. Like, they adore, if they adore you, there are millions of people. They are millions of people, I mean. How long ago was this? <laughs> how, how long ago? Um, that was last year. Oh, not too long, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess nothing's changed there for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Right? Even with uh, smartphones and Wi-Fi. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. Have you ever been to India? No, we're close. But you know what I do relating to India? I put it in the description of the podcast. Because oh. I literally, I literally wrote it when I asked you guys if you are students and right. In the description later on it says, well, talk about impressions of Latvia, life in Austria, and maybe even about India. <laughs> Interesting. And also I, I have a USA as well. And then I then I put in parentheses for clickbait. Because uh, it was, um, you are the 90th episode, uh, or I think it was precisely on episode 60. I had an Indian dude here. Oh. And he said to me that there are even YouTube channels that uh, from Americans, Europeans, that, that specifically just do something related to India. And he mentioned an example that somebody is reviewing Indian films, for instance, on a, on their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? And getting millions of views. Yeah. Right? yeah. Simply because yeah. Indians are going yes. and they understand English. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so at that point I said, wow, all right, because I'm not uh, I'm not going to review any Bollywood <laughs> movies. That no. is too much work. Oh, Sadeep, have you ever heard from the blonde guy doing the reviews <laughs> for the people? Yeah. Bollywood, Bollywood. <laughs> exactly. Let's click it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, when I was posting on Instagram, like when I what I always do when I'm oh, traveling. Oh, good, good that you mentioned. I it, had yeah. so many clicks and so many comments and likes. It was like three times as much as usually in India. Yeah. And they also have the highest rate of killpies. Do you know what that is? A what? Oh. If you take a selfie and by taking the selfie you kill yourself, they have the highest rate because they're so f- fanatic about taking selfies. And Wait a second, you mean literal uh, like suicide? Yeah. No, they just. Take a oh, for whatever. Yes, and yeah, exactly. So I, thought, I, I thought I thought you meant that the people who are filming their suicide, but oh, that you mean just well. by accident? You mean <laughs> yeah, just by, by accident? accident? Yeah, yeah. How 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 does somebody manage that? For example, are you on a cliff? Or? Yeah, yeah. For in India, I mean, yeah. do you mean Indian people or people in India? People in India, yeah. But outsiders, foreigners. Indians, uh, I, I I think Indians have the highest rate, or in India has the highest rate of kill fees in the world. Wow, kill fees. Yeah. Okay, it's an actual phrase. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Does, yeah, I I need to check that out. But does that mean that there are plenty of uh, Instagram photos where yeah. somebody? Yeah, yeah, I had so many seconds, likes and few oh seconds my God. later. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's oh just my crazy. God. It's creepy. That's yeah. should I put it in in my hashtag? <laughs> India. <laughs> no, it means killfish. Right. killfish. No, I've I've never heard of killfish. But it's good that you mentioned Instagram. Here's the thing. Um, each time I do an episode, I try to, well, make my process more um, streamlined. Right. You saw here. For out of nowhere, the microphone doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, weird. Sure. Next time, mm. let's see. Because again, maybe it's related to some updates, which you can kind of control, right? But usually, I have. Uh, I thought I had it pretty good already. That before we start, we make uh, an Instagram post, but I forgot. It's probably due to the microphone. 
<laughs> so I'm thinking since you mentioned it and I don't want to forget it as well uh, again we might as well do it now right why not yeah. sure yeah so let me show you how I do it this is nowhere close to a kilfi <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not good at aiming so I, I take the screen make a video on Instagram and now I get my angle a little bit like this I guess okay <laughs> yeah and that's about it and you guys probably have uh, Instagram accounts right? yeah so I don't what? <laughs> well blasphemy <laughs> Do you, did you have one? Uh, no, I still have to set up one. I need so to. So what's what's the deal with that? Because I had an excuse. I just had an old phone before, right? So you sounds like you are some moral high ground type of dude. <laughs> no, I just. Uh... He's not so much into social media. Which I find is very good because you're so hooked nowadays. You spend so so much time. Many people every day, uh, uh, spend a lot of time. Yeah. On Can you write your username? Of course. Um. So you are saying many people are hooked on uh, social media? Yeah, yeah. But not in Austria, right? Of course, all over I mean, the world. I mean, all over the world. Well, the new, the uh, I would guess, fifteen-year-olds. Yes, but uh, you are grown-ups. But but still, like um, I've had a lot of uh, people in my class join Instagram, and uh, it's just—I mean, it's just another form of consuming, like uh, um, or uh, entertainment. Yeah, you can call cons consumment also like entertainment. Oh, it's, it's all right, all right. Cool. Um, in the past, people have been binge watching like uh, TV, like I don't know. See. Oh, nice. that's very cool. That's there you cool, are. yeah. Very nice. Cool. And uh, today they sit in front of Instagram and just keep swiping, 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 swiping until they, I'm sorry, until their their eyes bleed out. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, it's a good way, like so that your material gets watched. Yeah. And um, that's why I'm also gonna gonna set up a, 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 a Instagram account. Mm -hmm so that uh, my content gets out there but um, at the moment um, for per me personally consuming things on, on the Instagram it's not like really interesting I think you, you use you, uh, YouTube right? yeah I do. so it's something different because uh, on YouTube um, if you um, um, it's more that Instagram is more you just uh, there. There is no. It's more more mobile based. Yeah, it's it's more mobile, but uh, you don't really have uh, a psychological cue of ending there. Like it's it's designed that way. It's just have an infinite infinite. Scroll. Same with Facebook. Yeah, same. Oh, so you don't have a Facebook as well. Of course, of course. Ooh, I have. look at you. <laughs> it was a long time ago, but I don't really use it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, with YouTube. I mostly what I watch is um, information on uh, how to do things or how to become better at things and mm -hmm. uh, documentaries and stuff yeah 
So uh, there's there's a cue of hey it's an ending you're done, <laughs> like you can turn it off. <laughs> but um, okay. on Instagram it's more about really um, um, showcasing and uh, yeah it's it's, it's more vain. Yeah, for, for it's, sure. But let me be honest, if anything, even those who don't want to admit it, it's uh, okay. You don't really ever get this this feeling of. Um, you always want more of it. I don't know if that's true though. Because How do you use your Instagram? Only if I don't have anything else to do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm well in the sense not not in the sense that let's say I'm home and I just start, but sometimes let's say you are in a I don't know, some queue waiting for something, right? Alright, yeah, why not? Just just scroll around and you you kill the time with it pretty good. But when I'm yeah, that's why when I, think, I have my let's say options of uh, reading books or yeah watching even YouTube, I would say yeah those. That's but why I think uh, for it's because of the age. I was for a creator. I was used to YouTube uh, way before uh, Instagram yeah. was a thing. That's why for a creator like Instagram is top option, and um, also. But I also think like if you're. Uh, not cautious it can eat a lot of eat up a lot of your time not of your time specifically but in general I get what you mean yeah yeah of course yeah. it's 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 the same with YouTube let's be honest because I'm not yeah, sure. You, you I'm not sure I'm not sure about you right but I have slipped and just went on a cat video binge yeah <laughs> sure 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 yeah. yeah it can happen it can happen and recently it was some some uh, pet raccoon videos I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Those those algorithms they get you sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Might also interest you. Cat video, cat video, cat video. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, they know more about you sure. than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, I've been uh, uh, for one year. I've done. I've been a marketing manager for a startup, mm -hmm. and um, I knew I know everything about uh, those Google ads and uh, those algorithms and and this kind of stuff. They keep changing all the time, right? Yeah, yeah sure, they, but they um, make it better. It's the the thing is, um, I know how to use it, like uh, how people can find your stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, like Google and Facebook. It's it's like amazing. Yeah, what it can do. Yeah. And sometimes, um, even 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 I do know how it works. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm still amazed. Like, um, what um, I think, like, okay, are they sniffing out my brain, or how did they know yeah. that I? For example, if if you talk, I didn't know that. That if you talk about something, they catch that, and then you get the pop-ups about what you've been talking about. It's just crazy. <laughs> ever had that? Have you ever had yeah. that? I've heard that about some Americans. Mm -hmm. Some of them you uh, having uh, what's it called Google Home or mm -hmm. Alexa yeah. at home, and some of them, I guess, buy their phones. But to me, it's difficult to say. It's difficult to say whether or not because it's Latvian. I'm speaking in in Latvian, so how much Latvian advertising is going on for Google? Pretty not that much. Not right? that so, money into that market. Yeah. If you're um, German, mm -hmm. German-speaking area, about 100 million people. There's a lot of cash there to be made. Yeah. So if they analyze uh, people's speech, 
it's gonna be worth a lot but, of but can we test it up to the point if i would hold my phone to you and you would say some no no, no it's some delayed it's two <laughs> words no, it's, it, it will be delayed um it's it's very subtle but also what, but you as a marketing a former marketing strategist what would you think if you would say now for instance five keywords in german Make me see them in, I don't know, in, in the delayed time, let's say next but week. But the phone is in, in Latvian, isn't it? So uh, the maybe... Set, the settings language is yeah. French. Ah! That's yeah. You speak French? Not at all. <laughs> I just, but I just switched to fr fr French since I would like to speak French. Ah, oh, right. You're uh, learning yeah. French. Cool. Well, define learning, right? I'm too lazy to literally sit down and start learning. But I do a little little bit of those tweaks, right? Because my old phone didn't have, I mean, it was Android 3 or something like that, right? But this one has so many options with the languages, with the apps. Mm. So I figured, yeah, why not? Let's just let's just see how it goes. Then we'd have to be speak French, I suppose. If we... No, the thing no. is, it's, it's, it's not... Um... I think it, uh, uh, it, it catches <laughs> all, mm, right? <laughs> it's not uh, that I always had it. Hmm? I don't have it always. That's also the thing. I would uh, come on. Let's so try some buzzwords in uh, in German and also in French, for instance. So let's see, mm. and I'll and I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, I uh, shall um, see some ads. Okay, baby, Windeln in die Hose gemacht. MacBook Pro. In some French. Stinkt. Why stinkt? What what what's? Um. Fromage de chèvre. La Tour Eiffel. Val de la Loire. Marseille. Are those selling keywords? Sounds like Tour. <laughs> no, uh, but it would maybe indicate that you were interested in those traveling yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. areas. All right. So but you know. um, <laughs> if if you would uh, um, ask me about buying keywords, it would be okay. Really, like buy MacBook Pro or something like that. Or would mm -hmm. you say that Apple is one of the most aggressive uh, advertisers when it comes to these things? It doesn't have listening. to be Apple because, um, but it has you to could be something. Yeah, you could also be like an affiliate of of Apple, or you could also be an affiliate of, let's say, Amazon. Okay. That would be linking. Um, to the product or, or uh -huh. so. Does that uh, come Commissioning. Hmm? Affiliates, do do they come up often? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Like um, if you're trying to make cash selling someone else's product, yeah. just leading to the website and if it gets sold, you're gonna get a, a commission. That's okay. an affiliate doing. Okay. And they're um, like promoting, sure. What do you think, uh, but both of you, what do you think of marketing in the future? Marketing in the future. Yeah. Mm. Hard to say because uh, mm, there's a lot of data protection going on in Europe, but uh, in the US it's actually the opposite way around. Are you sure? Yeah. After Even after Snowden? Yeah, sure. What? Sure. They're like. Um, Is it true? Does he tell the truth? <laughs> truth? And nothing but the truth? The, the thing is, if you um, look at the law that has passed 200, um, 2000 and was this year or last year in May, 
um, it's getting harder and harder to use a person's data. So if you surf to any website mm -hmm. in the whole EU, you would not only um, have to accept those cookies and just click another confirmation that you're okay with your data, you data being do. collected. What? We all do. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure, sure, get, sure. Me, get me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's being harder and it's being monitored and you have to you have to get your um, law sites uh, um, like correct and it's it's like a lot of stones are being put in your way to do it like efficiently or like uh, better than the Americans but in the US you, you just okay let's say there's a tactic mm, you surf to a site you put in in you put in an item into the uh, into the cart mm -hmm. and then you leave without without buying it um, you could set up an ad like no you could you could set up a mail campaign mm -hmm. that actually uh, reaches you via mail mm -hmm. hey you forgot this and that to buy come back it's mostly for all of those uh, internet uh, shopping sites mm, even, not for in, all. even in uh, Europe not for all it's uh, not really uh, for what I know you cannot do it without being uh, logged in or something well once you get if you are uh, shopping online and you will have uh, your profile open yeah. and then you just put something in your cart and leave it there they might yeah yeah, inform, sure. contact but you again the thing is um, you can be more aggressive on on the um, on the American market mm -hmm. and I also think like in in the Chinese market as well what yeah because I mean, China mm -hmm. but you should be probably in China to do that right yeah of course yeah. as an as a foreigner I'm not I'm not sure I'm not real very familiar with that but I, I just think that they don't really have like high data security it's china um, they everything like individual lives is, means nothing. yeah yeah right right like the government will usually possess all the information about one can you imagine if i would just log on to my i don't know facebook in a day or so and then i just see some advertisements for chinese cheese could be yeah nice right chinese cheese chinese <laughs> goat cheese, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah sure sure facebook is crazy <laughs> And you? What about you? Mm. About the marketing thing? Do you have any opinion? I'm not so much into marketing. To and be I, also, I also think <laughs> I also think that uh, the Chinese are are getting a quite edge on uh, not only the marketing thing but also on the um, artificial intelligence stuff uh, because right because of the all the data they're gathering mm. um, and. Uh, they can all uh, process all the data they've got into uh, big data okay. and they can build better and uh, more e efficient um, like uh, AI systems with that and they can uh, probably outsmart many many systems in the future in China probably but, yeah but, but not outside but like having having it um, uh, having the power of data backed up of Chinese data the data made in China mm, yeah sure but uh, they have like 1 billion people there 
yeah, of using of let's be let's be honest let me be racist again here for a moment they're not like us right it's just a, a whole different culture the, the society well you could argue that they have more uh advancements when it comes to everyday use of um i guess technology in general because i've heard i think it was even a chinese dude who, who said to me that if i'm not mistaken that even homeless people use smartphones to get donations mm-hmm. right. all right sure 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 why not why not but other than that yeah it's are you referring to like uh, China not being uh, like I think they could they I, I think they are good at copying but not in uh, in inventing or pro- progressing things well they also have some kind of Silicon Valley in Guangzhou or something mm-hmm. uh, they have some kind of uh, Silicon Valley also like in Guangzhou I think well they definitely have some type of hub Right. Yeah, but, but would, there's this. Argue, it's it's a lot of people, and but I would argue that still badass America leads the way when it comes yeah. to prog- progressing okay, technology yeah. and yeah, because yeah. it seems to me you cannot deny after the Second World War, who's the man, right? America is. It's just hands down, mm-hmm. right? And even though after the Second World War, communism wanted to be some type of major player. Look how, look how it went for them, right? Mm-hmm. Un- Soviet Union collapses. North Korea is just a big concentration camp. Yeah. And China is just Orwell's utopia. Kind of. Yeah. So I think they are probably collapsed. You know, you know what uh, brings me to the suspicion that uh, it won't go far in uh, in China and all those similar places. They are very strict when it comes to. Uh, what's a, what would be the right word for not unethical I guess immoral immoral uh, things because uh, as far as I remember I saw some, some type of documentary where they basically said we are sort of isolated we have our own type of Facebook we, are, we have our own type of Google everything our own right and then they showed this girl she was a webcam model, right? But she only just dressed up in weird costumes. And I don't know, she didn't really do much, right? But she was literally saying, yeah, I see myself doing this for almost forever. This is my career, right? And I, I just thought to myself, yeah, that's because you don't have porn over there, right? Because <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be part, because literally, can you imagine? Uh, I don't know, twenty-year-old Chinese girl just dressing up in different uh, clothes, but just regular clothes. It's not like uh, something shady Kinky, or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just regular clothes and just doing weird things on the camera. Why? Because yeah, yeah that's the best entertainment they have. Obviously. Sounds like uh, something Jap- Japanese uh, would do. Sounds well, Japan does have porn, right? It, yeah, yeah. Uh, Japan. Yeah. Japanese culture is so different from from ours. Think, and uh, also think, the Chinese culture. Yeah, I sure, think sure. it became uh, different after after the Second World War as well, because because think about it. Before the Second World War, Japan wasn't really a major player in the, the global economy, right? Then America just nukes two cities, brings their their military over there, brings their uh, politics over there. I think even the emperor resigned after the Second World War, so mm-hmm. they changed the political system. 
And yeah, now they are the the leading. But they do still have an emperor. But probably not that influential, I guess. I just somehow remember that after the Second World War, it was not an empire anymore. Mm -hmm. Japan. Yeah. Right? So it might be the case that they have something uh, like Great Britain. Yeah, like like the Queen. For representative purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But in a few decades, they became uh, the leading country in many, many uh, respects. Because I right. guess they tried to reinvent themselves as a culture. It's just that, that yeah, somehow they that progression they, they put a lot of they put off a lot of, a lot of um, emphasis on the on the productivity on knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On knowledge and and, and so and, and productivity. So, yeah, yeah, and so sure. and sort of that is in one way useful to them, and the other way it led them to the suicide forest. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm so sorry we have been joking about yeah. this when we were going through <laughs> through the countryside. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. Really? Because all of the forests here to us look like suicide. No, a little bit <laughs> depressing. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so in Austria does have forests, right? Yeah, yeah, but they look different. So really? <laughs> yeah. What's different about Austrian forests? Have you, you've been it's to Austria, haven't you? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's Vienna. green and there's some light, and here it's just dark and black, and I don't know, hmm. foggy. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just thought forests look all the same. <laughs> no. At least pine tree forests and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, Japan is a great example of productivity, and then again, yeah, everybody's on too much. Suicide watch. There's so much uh, social pressure over there, <laughs> which yeah. is weird. Right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. social pressure in but the beginning was. But social pressure is everywhere. Also, yeah, in our but country. not it's really. Uh, Japan uh, is yeah. the, the I hardest. I don't. I don't think in America is that much uh, social pressure is that much relevant. Because have you heard in San Francisco, for instance, they even have an uh, as far as I know an app that shows you how much poop on the streets there is. What? Because there are so much homeless people no. yeah that they just poop on the streets and no. so San Francisco has a specific app so you know. Where How do they know? Is that Google Maps collects the poop or? No, hey it's just man, random people is? just passing by, sending <laughs> GPS, <laughs> doing no. a photo. It's probably, like a waste. probably like a waste type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just everybody reporting off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the most liberal of places you can imagine, right? Homeless people just pooping around, and yeah, nobody really giving a thing about it. Yeah, in in Japan, you really have uh, there. There's a lot of. I mean, I haven't been there, but um, I'm I'm reading up on it at the moment. There are also a lot of uh, working poor's there. If you're like working there and you just couldn't afford the rent, there are a lot of um, internet cafes hmm. with just a small compartment of one or two square meters, and people live there. Yeah. Even yeah. though they have a job. Yeah. They can't afford nothing. Well, but see, they they were always minimalist, I guess, right? Because because mm-hmm. the tradition is to drink again tea, mm-hmm. right, without any uh, furniture, as far as I remember, right? They just sit on the ground, yeah, and tea drink tea, just, yeah. yeah, which wouldn't be really practical. all those tea drinkers, huh? <laughs> yeah, those kinky tea drinkers, <laughs> right, right. So I would guess it's it's normal for them to have. Um, Compact spaces. Yeah, I would guess so. 
Yeah, but still, like, it's a cage for two square meters to live. For our standards. Mm. Yeah. For our standards. But then again... But I think <laughs> in every regard, it's way too hard to live as a human being in two square meters. You well, wouldn't you wouldn't put a chicken in, in a drawer to live. <laughs> well, actually, I think they do that, sort of. Because uh, in a, in a caged chicken farm, I think they only have space to just basically turn around. Yeah, that's but uh, that's not, not even what to turn around because I've been working working for an NGO, so they can't even turn around. It's ah, <laughs> yeah. not something they would enjoy or that yeah, yeah, life. Nobody's they talking about enjoyment. Choose it. Productivity, man. Productivity. Productivity. Yeah, right. yeah. It's just money. In Austria, there's a new law actually from 2020, so you cannot do this anymore. You cannot cage them. The Japanese? <laughs> no, the chicken. Mm. Was there a problem before? Yeah, you, you could also like cage him but, uh, or let him free. Uh, but if you have a free chicken, okay. um, you can uh, put a label on your thing that says, oh, it's a biological product. Yeah. And uh, from 2020, you wouldn't have the option of caging your chicken anymore. Which will just make the eggs more expensive, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But you don't have anything against that. No, you don't of course eat not. Much eggs. I eat eggs. I'm a vegetarian, actually. Hmm. I don't eat meat, so I think it's better for uh, the animals. Wait, so you said you were vegan? No, a flexitarian. I What's was. That? I was a vegan for a time, but it was just too hard to maintain, especially in France. So I'm a flexitarian. What 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 is flexitarian? I've never heard of <laughs> that it. means that you're. I'm a, at least ninety percent vegetarian, and uh, from time to time, if I don't have the option, I eat some fish. For example, I adore sushi. Mm. So if there is no uh, vegetarian sushi, I take the normal sushi. For example, or if there is no zoja um, milk, I drink the normal milk. For mm -hmm. example, but I try to be as uh, vegan as possible. So yeah. For you both, is it related to some type of ethics? Mm, I have three reason, three reasons actually. Mm. Um, first is health, because uh, my father um, had a heart heart attack a few years ago, and um, I mean he's alive, he's okay, but um, he was eating very unhealthily, and a lot of meat, and fat, and was really bad. Then uh, I I looked up on it and uh, it said, okay, eating so much uh, like meat is not really healthy for your heart and uh, for your um, like stomach and for all over health. And uh, so I said, okay, I might change that. Yeah. That's the first thing. The second thing was um, mm, the, the CO2. Ah, CO2, yeah. Yeah, sure. CO2, yeah. like, they produce a lot of um, uh, CO2 emissions. It's, like, more than all of the, um, uh, like, the mass Pollution production of, mass yeah. production of meat. Yeah. Uh, like, there's a lot more uh, CO2 production than if you compare it with, with the whole world's, um, like, traffic. traffic. Yeah, it's incredible. It's really incredible. It's, it makes about one, one quarter of the world's CO2. Um and the third thing is, I really adore animals. I used to have two cats and a dog, mm. and uh, I really 
at some point I thought like, okay, why should I pet this cat? But on the other hand, like just just kill a pig and eat it. Mm. Like it's but you don't do it. Somebody else is doing it for you. Yeah, but but same. It it kill he kills it for you, right? To eat yeah, it for your nourishment. Yeah, sure. But if there's like other options, I preferred it at some point, and then all those things merged together. And I thought, okay, one day I um, saw one documentary, and I was like, okay, all right, I should switch it. And uh, now Do I'm you know uh, the documentary. Yeah, what the hell from Netflix? It's, it's uh, hasn't it been criticized? Sure, everything's criticized. But if you do your own research, um, it does help uh, to form like your own habits mm-hmm. and to form your own meanings. It's just like the first. It was just the first domino stone in a series of domino stones um, that has been fallen at that point and I'm a vegetarian in uh, three years now for three years now three, mm-hmm. uh, for three years now but and you? Um, yeah I had an accident in Thailand this year and then I watched because I was in the hospital I couldn't move then I watched the same movie What the Health yeah. and um, yeah I was so impressed and also because of the traumatizing effect of the accident no. and from then I was vegan for, for a while but then I came to France and in France it's really um, I know many people who have been vegan before and who come to France and they say they couldn't, they couldn't survive so they became vegetarians so. How is it that you couldn't uh, still consume the same things as in Austria for example? No, like in Austria it's so easy to find uh, vegan restaurants or uh, at least you have always a vegetarian option also mm-hmm. on the airplane you has, have a vegetarian menu but vegan mm-hmm. it's mm, very difficult and I don't like eating always only salad leaves or of course you feel really healthy when I was in Asia I, I adored um, the Indian cuisine or in Thailand it's so easy to be vegan there or yeah. at least vegetarian but um, in France uh, it's really hard and I just don't want to suffer I want to enjoy eating and in Asia of course that's possible but in France no <laughs> so yeah I want to enjoy the life <laughs> the decision why. to be vegan was made this year this year yeah of and course what, also also because of that? him um, before that you were mostly vegetarian no I loved eating meat I adored it I still adore from time to time my sushi of course I do wow. yeah but you get used to it I don't miss it so much just sometimes if there's no other way then I I eat some fish maybe yeah <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. So it sounds to me that you are mostly just a regular eater. No, that's not true. What would you say? Hmm? What would you mm, say? I would say that most of the people are doing it the other way around. Most of the t- most of the people are eating um, meat for like every meal. Yeah. True. Mm, I don't know about that. Mm, in what our do, in our culture, yes. Would you, yeah. would you, would you say that your uh, father ate uh, meat three times a day? Really? Also here, I guess. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine what would do because it's easy to it's easy to imagine lunch with meat. All right, so what would be breakfast then? Sausage. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Of course, people are sometimes eating sausage, but I don't. And I've think been living. I've been living like that twenty six years. 
Mm. I've been living like that for 26 years. With sausage? No, for every meal there has to be meat because without meat it's not a meal. Mm. That's how really? it. Really? Yeah. It was, it's normal in our culture. Really? Because I was brought up how in. How come I never heard? I was of brought it? up in you Vienna. Mean, is that but? Is that Austrian culture? Also is it Austrian or German culture? But you're I've also never heard Serbian, of that. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm from Serbia actually. Oh. And um, was it born there? Born there, but raised in Vienna. Ooh. And uh, in our culture, it's meat, meat, meat. And in Vienna, would, it's it's the same. Like, if you would have stayed in Serbia, mm-hmm. would you be free right now? Meaning, How, free? would you be in prison? Yeah. <laughs> How do you mean? Well, Serbia is a dangerous place, right? No. What? No. Serbia? Not at all. Wasn't it the last place where a war was in Europe? Serbia? Yes. Yeah. So, as far as I know, they are still conflicting between some ethnic groups. Sure. Right? But it's uh, not, not really, really dangerous. Compared to... Oh, yeah, of course. Compared to the tea drinker country, <laughs> sure. But... I mean, would you say that's totally safe? What would you consider dangerous? Well, dangerous as in uh, embassies uh, uh, suggesting not to go there. Okay, no, there is, there is no restriction of uh, any like Austrian embassy not to go to Serbia or something. Ah. Does the Latvian government says that, say that that you should not go to Serbia? No, no, it's just my imagination that Serbia. <laughs> I, I associate Serbia with a lot of criminals and driving Mercedes. They also like BMW. So. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, criminals! Because hmm. I thought that um, what was it, the other one? I don't, I don't remember, but I think Serbia. I guess a little bit of Romania. But there is a Serbian mafia. My yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. School, I mean, they, they go sure. into Central Europe yeah. and they run things. At yeah. least try to. Mm, there's a mafia in every every country, I think. Hmm. What about Switzerland? Mm, I don't know. Just because we don't know at this yeah, moment. See, I mean, what, what would maybe a, they are, What would be a Swiss mafia like? <laughs> they were giving you tea or something. <laughs> And luring you into their bunny houses, I don't know. <laughs> Do you go to Serbia still? Yes, I've been going. You have relatives there, right? Yeah, I had relatives there. Most of them are dead by now. And uh, Natural causes? Hmm? Natural causes? <laughs> what? Natural Was it the causes? mafia? No, <laughs> yeah, natural causes, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, by by now, most of the people, um, most of my relatives have moved to to Vienna actually, because there's a better v- wages paid and there's a better health system. Uh, look, I'm not even asking why, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but not of the, because of that. It's dangerous there. It's just uh, financially dangerous. Maybe how are you? G- sure. That's where you got me. <laughs> yeah. But it's not really like. Um, Wow, I'm gonna die today because <laughs> mm, I'm not paying like money to the mafia or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, but Austria is a good choice. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not so sure. far away, and uh, Vienna is also one of the biggest like um, hubs of uh, Serbian and Balkan people. Uh, there's really? a huge, there's a huge, huge community of uh, Serbian people, Croatian, Bosnian people. Yeah. 
and Austrian people are welcoming? Uh, in mm. the 60s, 70s, there was a lack of workers oh, in Vienna. Oh, so the same Vienna. as in Germany, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. there's a lot of Turks. Yeah. Went to yeah. We also have a lot of Turks in Vienna. So, so there nice were... Kebabs, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, they were saying, okay, like, come to us, work for us, and then leave. Uh, well, they never left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, does Austria have the Syrians? Yeah, it's the same situation. But now it's more hostile, I think. I don't know if it was like that in the past, but there's a lot of racism right now. Like everywhere in Europe, it's very far right wing now. And many people are against the immigrants, especially in Vienna, because there are so many. It's not really racism, right? It's just xenophobia, right? Because they are mostly white people, right? Xenophobia, racism, where do you draw the line, right? Well, I would say if somebody is discriminating against something because of their specific looks, right, as in, you know, pigment of the skin, right, yeah, you can say racism, but I think they just don't want any unchecked, unvetted immigrants. As far as I'm concerned, it's just that xenophobia, right? Because mm. they they could come from not uh, not necessarily Syria. They could come from whatever uh, Yemen or whatever. Just yeah, too much of outsiders. Nobody's knowing what, what the hell they are. Actually, there was a, a very big uh, leftist. You you could. You could Recently, say yeah. There was a left uh, leftist movement in Vienna, actually. Who, last year. Uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. not last last year. I think uh, when all those all this 2015, 2016, when all these things started, mm-hmm. when the refugees came all over from Syria and um, okay. uh, the Middle East countries, people, and really hundreds and thousands of them, were standing in, um, in Bahnhof. At the train station, yep. welcoming them and giving them food and uh, offering them shelter and everything. Yeah, the but the majority as, was against them. Yeah, the same so, as with Germany. Yeah, you have yeah. you have such such kind of people and you have such kind of people. And uh, yeah. Do you have many immigrants here from Serbia or Iraq? It's Latvia. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to stay here. <laughs> I, mean, I, zero, I want to zero, literally zero. Well, maybe. Five, I don't know. Uh, some, maybe some. Do you yeah. have EU immigrants here? EU? Are people like hmm. actively coming from the EU to look, Rio, look to live instance, here? Yeah, no. Look, for instance, for your family, going to Austria was more economically uh, motivated, right? Yeah. So I think that it's safe to say that most uh, emigration mm. is related to these concerns, right? Just economic prosperity, opportunities, uh, political freedom, all these things. Right. Yeah. Why would you go to here? Hmm? Right? Because it's nice here. <laughs> the climate, yes. The nature, yes. Um, the politics, all right. Fair enough. Uh, the rest of us is, dude, post-Soviet country. Right? It's just... Life's not life's not fair. <laughs> so why do <laughs> so you I mean? stay? What are your plans for the future? Do you want to stay here in Riga? Well, I would say that I'm really uh, comfortable here, 
right? So I wouldn't have that too many real concerns. But uh, if I would be, let's say, somebody who's just coming from, a, I don't know, let's say a, a small town and just trying to get by, and somebody offers me, hey, maybe we want to go to Germany or Great Britain, working as a whatever, but earning three times the salary, I would concern, I would consider it. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have a lot of uh, immigrants to. So specifically those countries and then and then the Netherlands Great Britain uh, Sweden so yeah I mean Latvia in 20 years lost almost like a million people isn't and it uh, that that's half of the population isn't it mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot yeah because uh, at the start of 2000 we were at two and a half million now well I guess the best estimate is we are one Point seven million. Hmm. One point seven, one point eight. Mm -hmm. Do you know who is leaving? The young people. The young people. Many young people, yes, but also just uh, whole families. Wow. Uh, I mean, everyone. People in with while. with high education or with the ones with the lowest education. Uh, I, well, if I would have to guess, the, the majority. The majority uh, might have uh, secondary school education. Mm. Uh, but but also graduates from universities I mean you get a I mean I, I would imagine like the people that do not have like the highest education would be the majority to just go off to another they don't have the option country they because they don't have like a, a lot of opportunity here right so um, if you have a good education you still might have some very nice options here hmm yes and no Yes, because every time you are more knowledgeable and skill, skillful, you have opportunities more than if you had not. But no, in a sense that it's a limited space, right? It's a small country, small population, small everything, sort of, mm -hmm. right? Which means somebody will, uh, in, in the long run, somebody always will fill the gaps. So it's not like there's a shortage of, I don't know, fill in the blank, right? But for probably low-wage working uh, positions, I guess you, there would be opportunities all the time. But for, let's let's say, mid-range or upper-range uh, salary jobs, once somebody gets in that position, they will uh, drag him out by his feet, right? It's just if he doesn't mess up totally, yeah, I know a lot of people who just stay on one career path mm. almost their whole life and I'm just scared to death being <laughs> one of them right because uh, I've seen well in the I would say the last seven years I've been at least in seven, seven different positions right? what are you working on oh, mm, what do you work well, well exactly. I mean I mean seven different positions w with the government before that, I was uh, mostly in a private uh, company because my father founded a company in 2000 uh, with real estate evaluation. So I was an assistant sort of. And yeah, so that was my first uh, official job, right? Where you pay taxes and you, you do lots of administrative tasks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But once I've, I didn't even graduate university, I was in my third and final uh, year of university and then I started working as a prison guard 
And the prison the, and, guy. Yeah. No. And then after I graduated, I went to be a financial auditor for European uh, projects, which would basically mean that, let's say, a public institution or, or university or a municipality in Latvia would um, cooperate with uh, foreign municipalities or universities and different organizations to, I don't know, promote something, right, to, to enhance something. So it was European funded, which means that they spend their own money and they ask afterwards the EU budget for up to 70% most of the time. And so yeah, I audited that because my first, before I graduated university, my first education was from a technical school as an accountant, mm -hmm. right? So, so I did that. Afterwards, I was a uh, uh, inspector for public procurement uh, in Latvia. After that, I was a, a lawyer at the state environmental agency, uh, and that was the definitely the the most defining job because we were only three people for the whole country and all elements right sky water ground everything so mm -hmm. three people for all of those different fields because every every field has everything uh, has their own laws their own specific Ooh. things okay so yeah. it was definitely the most defining job which was yeah you every day you could find out something new uh, learn more so yeah that was the, the most defining job and afterwards, it was the Crimea uh, time, 2014, and 2015 I applied to, to the military. Oh. Yeah. And what do you do at the military? Well, I'm a legal advisor, and then once I applied, they asked me what I wanted to do. I said, it's the military, so I guess I would just do military stuff. Oh, but you have such education, you have the qualifications, you could be a specialist. I said, I don't know what that means. Well, let's just put you first, uh, your priorities as a specialist, then as a commanding officer, and then third, just a regular soldier. So if, if the first ones don't, uh, don't work out, you can just have those, those backups. So, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, so I got into the first specialists. It was, uh, it was, I think, 10 people for one position. So yeah, I got, uh, I mean, 30 people and three positions were open, right? So I got into those, one of those three positions. Nice. And yeah, ever since I've been, because uh, they, the, the thing is, once I got into the specialist uh, course, it means that I couldn't be a commanding officer uh, without going back to the specific commanding officer course which would be longer, right? So I didn't know that at that time. So I was just, all right, whatever. Make me a specialist for the first and second commanding. So I got into the first and then I just don't found out what the other two even meant. Okay, okay. But you would have been interested to do the commanding yeah, yeah, course definitely also. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, ready to, to go to be just a commanding officer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Because it's just, I just thought, all right, this might be a valuable experience. Why not? Mm -hmm. Of sorts, so and I didn't have any clue what what all of them meant. The, when they when I sent out the application, they phoned me back, uh, and and I think they basically said, "Well, uh, do you have any preferences?" Right? And I said, "Hmm, 
I haven't been to sea. <laughs> so I thought, uh, I haven't been to sea. Sure. And they said, oh, well, but we don't really have that much positions in, in the naval force. So, well, then no, I don't, I don't have any clue. So yeah, that was the story. And after graduating the, the specialist course, it was basically each year a new position, just uh, uh, um, coincidentally, sort of. Mm -hmm. Because normally is you have a five-year contract and you stay at one position for, for, for those five mm -hmm. years, right? But for me, it was just I got some traction, um, sort of uh, got some notoriety, and then, yeah, just commanding officers uh, sort of requested me to join them. So, yeah, I was just bouncing around. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, if you have the option, yeah, you can grab it. Why not? Why not? 2016, I also wanted to go to the military. I um, graduated and I really didn't know what to what to do mm. with the degree uh, because I learned, okay, I don't want to be in the Austrian film industry. <laughs> and um, then I went uh, to fill in some uh, gap months. Mm. I went to the, uh, the military to, um, to the border and just to guard it because... Um, Without you, any preparation? No, I've been to the military when I was 18. Um, like a conscription? Yeah, you have to. If, if you're in, in Austria? In Austria really? yeah. yeah, you have to. What? Uh, you don't have to here? You don't no, have to here? It's just, no. Wow. Okay. Oh. Voluntary. <laughs> no. Um, if you're 18, when you're 18, you can choose between social service nine months or going to the military six months. Oh. But only boys have to do it, of course. Hmm. After that, I... Um, I said, okay, I just also want to uh, join uh, military for 30 days. And uh, it's like you have to do every two years, five days mm -hmm. training just to be into the training. I thought yeah. that this is going to be great for studies and blah, blah. Yeah. But I didn't know that it would be every two years, just it was done. Mm -hmm. But still, that gave, gave me the opportunity to guard uh, the border and uh, for, I think, two and a half, half months. Border to what? to Hungary. <clears throat> Is it a problematic border? No, it was exactly the time where the refugees were coming. Ah. And they uh, said they needed like, people on the, on the border. Okay. And, um, but I really, I wanted to, to go uh, the path of, of being an officer and stuff. Mm. But then I got a good, um, like before, um, like fi I finished that at the border and I wanted to go to the testings and everything mm -hmm. but I got a very good um, like job offer from the bank because before I um, I was um, uh, in, in university I worked for a bank almost three years mm. and I got a very good job offer from them um, and then I said yes and yeah and after that, after that, I quit one year after that to go just to the startup. <laughs> it's more, more interesting, right? Yeah, more interesting. It's just like uh, you just have to um, experience uh, different stuff in life. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. So how did we come to this topic? I don't remember. Military. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just don't remember how we got to the... The, the, the career because because I just remember yeah. yeah we were talking about you being mm. a vegetarian mm. you being vegan mm. anyway it's been almost two hours 
do we have uh, any final thoughts any final remarks we would like to share yeah i need uh, the link to your uh, youtube account check it out well yeah i can just uh, once it's well i think once you stop it takes a little bit for youtube to sort of upload it mm -hmm. right but yeah i can send uh, get the link and nice. send, send you it yeah yeah and I guess one final question would be whether or not you will be considering sometime living in uh, Latvia. We've been talking about that. Sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. I am. For a time, yeah. For a time. Mm. <laughs> I am because um, I love speaking Russian. Mm. And uh, it's exactly what you said before. It's uh, a Russian speaking uh, city mm. in the EU. Yeah. And um, I think uh, you have a fantastic city, and I would love to to um, experience it in the summer. And um, I would love to um, maybe sometime live here in the summer. And yeah. when it's in the winter here, um, I would like switch to a warmer place down in South Europe or something. I would. I'm really considering um, uh, moving here. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, you mentioned about the film industry, but Hungary does a film industry, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. It's. I mean, is. isn't isn't uh, Budapest uh, the capital of the European movie industry? Could be possible. I don't remember the the. Because I think they have some type of um, tax uh, benefits. Oh, every country does have. All right, but I guess then they have the m most. But because uh, I think so, somebody probably, yeah. somebody just uh, either wrote or made a do uh, some type of documentary about that's it. That's possible. That's possible. Yeah. But for me, it's the best. Um, uh, I'm working moment uh, at the moment on uh, opening up my own uh, uh, marketing and media agency. It's gonna be online. Because you like it, or because you just think you can make money from it? Uh, because I love it. Really? Yeah. Digital marketing. digital marketing. There's marketing in media, yeah. Hmm. Why do you like it? Uh, because I've always been into. Um, okay, some kind of thing, selling, of course. Manipulating other people. No. Say it. Say it. No, <laughs> no selling. It's it's selling, and influencing. Okay. And uh, because yes, with with nineteen, I've been working in a bank, and I've been really selling. Uh, insurances and credits and uh, mm -hmm. everything and after that I got into marketing mm, I made a small education on, on marketing and then I made this bachelor degree on media and mm -hmm. media production and stuff and so um, mar marketing and media I think uh, digital marketing I think we're living at the right moment at the right time yeah mm, so that uh, this is gonna be my thing for the future. Which means I can work from everywhere where yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. Which means he can make you really powerful in India. Maybe. Just you know, you know, you know all their interests. <laughs> <laughs> Just exploit them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. I guess we can wrap it up then. Thank you. It's a wrap. If you if you are. Considering uh, sometimes staying in Latvia, you just let me know. Cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Let me Thank you. Let me press a lot of stops now. <laughs>